everybody. Just easing it in from the weekend. Yeah, it's us. And it's you. The base is open! Welcome back, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John Hoey. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is our Monday show, so I wanted to ease us in gently from the weekend, kind of like you're watching a Bob Ross painting. But we have a lot to talk about here today, um, a lot of good stuff, some cool stories, some uh, social media stuff they're going to dive into from, from Star Wars actors, and um, of course, your questions at the end of the show. And uh, doing that with me, as always, is James and Lacey. Guys, welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Uh... Do you do you do you think it's weird when Star Wars actors shave their heads and post to Instagram? No. Okay. Because it happens sometimes. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Lacey, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, we're gonna get into what what that means uh, in a little bit here, but um, I'm excited to talk about some stuff. The Mandalorian stuff, guys, is really trickling out uh, little by little each day. Um, we're gonna hop into the poll results in a minute, but first, um, real quick, while we have you guys uh, bright and early here, I want to say uh, thank you to all of you out there who have been uh, helping spread the word of TRB. Uh, we've noticed a lot of growth on all of our platforms, whether that's YouTube. How are you? I see you. No, not you. You. Yes. Uh, our audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, all of them, SoundCloud, Spotify. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. We post new episodes every week on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, do us a favor. Wherever you're listening to us or watching us, you definitely know someone else who likes Star Wars who probably doesn't even listen to podcasts. When you're done with the show today, or if you want to pause it now, share us with a friend. That's all I ask. One friend. Share TRB with them and show them what we're all about. Um, then you'll have another thing to talk about with your buddies. Uh, so, um, and the reason why I say that is really because you guys are the reason why that uh, we're growing. And uh, I can't thank you enough. We appreciate it. And uh, I feel like we're just getting started here, especially as things are starting to heat up uh, for this uh, final quarter of 2019. There's a lot of Star Wars coming and we're going to talk about it. So guys, let's get it, kick it off right now. Do you have anything you want to say on top of that, guys, by the way? Because I really felt like... I've noticed a, a boost in, in, in our listeners, our viewers, our, our you know, interactions and that sort of thing. James? I got my lightsaber. Oh my gosh, you did? <laughs> oh my God. Are you going to light that's it up? More, that's actually more important. James got his lightsaber. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, John. I mean, I, I, I want to say too that the, I find all podcasts that I listen to more fun if at least one other person listens to that same podcast. Because <laughs> I yeah. can be like, do you listen to uh, blank? You know, did you hear what they said on blank or whatever? Right. Um, but I knew Lacey would be excited if I said I got my lightsaber. I'm so <laughs> excited. I feel like I've been waiting. Can we see it, it right now? Do you have it's it? It's upstairs. Oh, I could run and get it. Go get it right now. We'll stall. Go. We'll go. time you. Ready? Go. <laughs> All right. Are we, uh, we should have like a clock up. We should have a clock up. No, I mean... What you're saying, John, is very true. I, I'm so appreciative of everybody that's listening and everybody that shares our podcast. We put a lot of work into these things. I know sometimes it seems like it's so casual because we get along really well that we just sit down and start talking, but there's a lot of work that goes into every episode and long None of hours. that matters, Lacey. Shut up. Oh, all right. I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's fair. Are you going to light I up? I would think no. that was funny, but you know, all right. I'm, I'm waiting for you to light up your lightsaber. What lightsaber? 
Oh my goodness. Wow. Hey, can you shut the light off? Uh, that's pretty bright. Yeah. yeah. So James got one of the purple lightsabers from Galaxy's Edge and he shipped it home because he wasn't sure if he could bring it on the plane mm-hmm. and he got it back. So he just lit it up and it is bright. Wow. That's a great color. So it's called uh, ampersand? Uh, Violet. Violet. You know what's cool though? If you wave it, it will make the... I don't know if you can tell on video, but it will do the yellow flashes. Wow. That's cool. (laughs) Can you just sit there and do that for the rest of the episode? So so for our our audio listeners, James is sitting in complete darkness, so it looks even cooler. And as it's like when in Attack of the Clones, when Anakin and Dooku were fighting and you just see their faces and the lightsaber goes by. That's pretty much what James is doing right now. That's pretty sick. (laughs) Pretty, pretty cool. He looks so pumped. I'm pumped for you. I am. I'm I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. All I have is my force effects. You too, I know. All I have is two force effects. Oh, yeah. You have two of them. You have the one I want, the the Luke one. I have the... Yeah, it was Luke when I bought it. It wasn't Ray yet. It was a Luke one. And then I have Kylo. Oh, Kylo Ren. That's right. Yeah, I had the Vader one. Which is cool. Oh, nice. James has the James Bainey one. Created now, by James. For is James. that handle stock? Like, does, do other people have that hilt? Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. there's there's two tops, two bottoms, and you can choose between. And then there's two versions of things in the middle, so you can choose between those. And then there's four of these, and you can put you can mix mix match them as well. So mm-hmm. I could put this at the top and this at the bottom if I wanted. Wow, that's cool. All right. Um, Very good. Yeah. It's cool you could take the blade off. Yeah, and you can uh, take the kyber crystal out. Obviously, I think we all heard nice. about that. You know, Very cool. You can change the colors and stuff. Speaking nice. of lightsabers, the first lightsaber we ever saw in Star Wars belonged to Obi-Wan Kenobi. So why don't we hop into our poll results? Is that true? Yeah. A New Hope. It'd be Luke's, right? Anakin? Obi-Wan Kenobi had it. That's after. He had it dangling from his hip, didn't he? Speaking of Obi-Wan, isn't there a poll about him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's have right, a Star polls. Wars war about that first. <laughs> poll results! All right. If Obi-Wan Kenobi leaves Tatooine in the Kenobi Disney Plus streaming series, which of these planets do you think he would most likely go to? Close poll. I dig it. We give you guys options. Mandalore, Coruscant, Alderaan, and Dagobah. Mandalore picked up the rear, 14%, uh, followed by Coruscant at 15, then Dagobah at 33, and the winning vote went to Alderaan at 38%. So most of the people are vibing a Bail Organa reunion with Obi-Wan Kenobi, so maybe a little Jimmy Smith's action. Um, I, I thought all these options were viable, so I was hoping for a balanced poll, and we we got a pretty balanced poll, I have to say. So, um, Lacey, James, which did you vote for, and um, what do you think of the results here? I chose Dagobah, because I was hoping we'd see Yoda. That's why I chose it. That but I can understand cool. why people chose Alderaan. It seems, like, reasonable. He'd go check on Leia, make sure everything's good. Maybe Bale has, like, a mission or something for him. 
Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. sense, but I just I selfishly want Yoda in the show, so I pick Dagobah. It's hard to argue against that. Mm-hmm. Um, James, I pick Dagobah as well. Um, but the the tricky thing for me is like he's not. He's not doing a very good job at hiding if he's going to Alderaan, Coruscant, or Mandalore. So, <laughs> mm. I don't know. Okay. Uh, if the story makes it that he has to go to one of those planets, then yeah, sure, I guess whatever. But um, but yeah, I mean, the point is that he's trying to like... I mean, there's a galaxy-wide wanted any Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He goes to like probably the three most populated planets <laughs> you know, or whatever. He's, he's good at sneaking around, though. He's proven that quite a bit yeah. over the over the years, but I, I picked Alderaan um, mainly because I feel like if we see people of Alderaan and that sort of thing, it'll add more dramatic weight to its destruction in A New Hope. Because um, I, I don't feel any attachment. Like when they blow up Alderaan in Star Wars, it's just like, oh, that sucks, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not like uh, Jeddah or 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 um, Scarif, you really feel it because you see the people there uh, in Rogue One. So maybe if they ha- have him interact with people, or you see Bale interacting with his people, even like the quick clip of Hazi and Prime with the people screaming, you like feel bad in when Star Killer knocks them out, as opposed mm-hmm. to oh, there's just some planet, blah, there it goes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you better give us the plans, or we're gonna blow up that ball over there. <laughs> yeah, you don't like, want that ball to blow up, do you? <laughs> yeah. He's like, they're on Dantooine. He's like, I don't care. Blow it up. All Bing. right, that's it. Ball gone. Ball, ball gone. <laughs> ball gone. <laughs> that was Tarkin's original line, but then they edited yeah. it out. Um, all right, so yeah, older on the winner there. George Our best comment went to Paul Reaper at Reaps Eleven. Uh, he reaps what he sows, and that is. Um, I'd love to see him return to Mustafar. That's interesting. Yeah. That could be dark, but it could be cool. Like, I don't think he's ever going to do that. He's staying away from Vader. Yeah, I don't know that he would either because especially Vader's like there chilling mm-hmm. in his new castle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it'd be cool if you went back to the spot, you know, go back to the spot where it happened and and he may, you know, who knows what it looks like now. I mean, I'm sure it's that that's a very volatile uh, turf, so I don't think there's like still footprints there and stuff like that. But um, you know what I will say? I don't know if this is a good time or not, but I think I might be going back on the Darth Maul won't show up in the Obi-Wan thing. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to get too into it and like derail the show or whatever, but I, I did kind of come to the conclusion that my biggest reason was that Darth Maul is like, looking for obi-wan you know because you assume you know sure. I mean, he's like looking for him or whatever but there really isn't anything any reason to say that he he didn't like or think he died at some point in the obi-wan series you know mm-hmm. like they have a confrontation maul's like what he's dead oh that mm-hmm. sucks i didn't get to kill him myself and then like we see obi-wan like hiding away yeah. you know kind of thing and so then when you see him in Rebels, he's like, what? He's alive? Like, it's more like a reveal that he's alive from the Obi-Wan show. But I'll, I I haven't, like, thought about true canon. You know, I might just be like, well, you forgot about this, James. Like, no, oh, yeah, that's right. That's You know, not sure. But, well, we can, yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, speaking of that, why don't we get into the Resistance Report now? Uh, a few stories, and uh, James is going to guide us through. So, James, what is going on this week? It's the resistance. 
Oh, you know, guys, what's going on this week? It's John Favreau. It's John Favreau. It's Johnny Favs. The By the way, I've been rewatching Friends. I love John Favreau showing up in Friends. That's great. Oh, is the like the rich dude who wants to be an MMA fighter? Yeah, he's like a millionaire, <laughs> and he's fr- uh, he wants to date Monica. And there's like this whole arc, and I'm like, man, this is weird to think like nobody knew this guy was gonna like revolutionize cinema. That was but, like uh, but- Swingers era John Favreau too. That was like mid '90s. Yeah. Um, biggest thing coming out of this, uh, you know, he was talking to EW or EW was talking to him. Let's put it the other way. And the question came up of like, Hey, are you familiar with these characters like Thrawn and Mara Jade? And is there any chance we could see some of this stuff? And long story short, he just kind of says like, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. We kind of toy around with those ideas. Um, I'm not quoting him here, but he says, we look at everything. We look at the stuff that, that is Canon. We look at the stuff that used to be Canon. We look at the stuff that's in the movies. We look at the stuff that's in like everything below. And this, I think is the, the, the part that gets fans like us, like the people who are podcasting about star Wars excited because this reinvigorates that discussion of, are we going to see animation or or book characters or comic storyline elements raise up and meet that live action prestige um that's why uh i don't know i'm uh who to start with on this one um start with john. let's go with you oh. all right let's start with john <laughs> uh john i guess you are the one that kind of says you know you kind of believe in the funnel system um and uh oh, does this change your mind about it at all no, um, I found that the, the EW piece itself was kind of weird to me um, because I don't want to say it was like clickbaity or anything, but like they their header image was Mara Jade and Thrawn, and it's like mm-hmm. Favreau didn't talk about any of that. They they asked him about the characters, but he bro- he kind of politely brushed them off. I would say is a safe way to put mm-hmm. it. Um, I feel like his answer about encompassing all eras and elements of star Wars is smart from a filmmaker's producer perspective. Um, he wants to, he wants to cast that wide net to get as many people interested in the show. So if he were to flip that and say, well, we're really just honing in on bounty hunters or we're really just focusing on the history of Mandalore and, and what that does to this guy or you're narrowing your, your audience. And you know, this is the launch pad for star Wars TV. This is very important. This is a very important show. He's casting a wide net saying like, if you like the prequels, come on in. If you like the animated, come on in. I got Filoni. You like the sequel trilogy? First order. You like original trilogy? Check this old stuff out. Stormtroopers, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's just a smart way of uh, addressing that. Now, with that said, I do think we may see some cool stuff. Uh, We may see battle droids, who knows, or stuff like that. I'm not entirely sold on what you're saying about we're going to see like Sabine roll in or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be cool, but I'm, I'm, if I had to go like like a 50% the measure, I would say like under uh, that we'll see um, a big presence like that. Uh, I'll be happily, you know, happy to be wrong on that. But um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me. But um, again, I think this is just him trying to put the net out and get as many people who like Star Wars into the party. Yeah. I think the interesting thing about this is, you know, I, I feel like, uh, uh, (laughs) now I sound like JJ, 
<laughs> I was trying to channel him. One of the <laughs> filmmakers would probably say this, like, you know, oh, you know, we look at everything. We try to make everything fit together and stuff. But there's something about the last sentence in that statement, which is, but you're asking the right questions, which totally makes me feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, we're looking at everything and, you know, some stories are kind of in this specific era, but you're, you, you're headed in the right direction. You're getting the idea right that, you know, we might be pulling some of these characters that, you know, you wouldn't expect to see into the show. Um, Lacey, are you, you're nodding your head, so that's good. Uh, are are you thinking the you. same thing then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to bring someone in. I don't know who that someone is. I know that's an, initially everyone's response is like, oh, well, who do you think? I have no idea. Um, because <laughs> I know. I think I know. John Favreau. I have a good guess. That's Okay, what that's fair. But John Favreau is kind of like all over the place in the sense that he's trying to make it his own, but he's trying to do callbacks and Easter eggs and stuff like that. So it's hard to be like, ah, yes, this is what it's going to be because I have no idea what to expect out of this show. But as part of something that's not necessarily this article, which, by the way, EW really spread these articles out. This like could have been one bit of article and they put it into Slow like 17 drip. posts. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Good point. Yeah. John Favreau's like, okay guys, you're real milk in this one. <laughs> um, Bill Burr finally said that he's in the show. Yes. And yes. it wasn't in this article, but he was right. on someone else's show and he was talking right. about it, which makes me excited. So like, that's the stuff that gets me excited. Like actors being in it, not necessarily like specific characters, I would say. So when really? I hear it, Yes. I huh. have to say. So like Ming-Na Wen saying she's in it. I'm like, yes, I love her. Mm-hmm. You know, Bill Burr being like, oh, the back of my head's in this trailer, but I can't really talk about it. But it's a spaghetti Western and I love it, even though I make fun of it all the time. Right. Like I'm in. Yeah. But like a random character that maybe said one line in a comic one time. I'm not the one that's going to get excited. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I did find it. Speaking of the Bill Burr thing, Lacey, I found it funny how how casually he was asked to be in it. He's like, yeah, I was out and I uh, ran into John Favreau and he's like, hey, I'm doing this uh, Star Wars thing. You want to... You, you want to be in it? You want to be in it? <laughs> he That's makes like- fun of Star Wars fans all the time. He's like making fun of nerds. And so he was like, I feel like that would be a bad look. And he's like, no, it'd be hilarious. Which is like such like- a Bill Burr thing to do to just be like, okay. <laughs> it's such a big thing, but it's yeah. like when you're in high school and your friend drives by and like, hey man, we're going to McDonald's. You want to hop in? It's like, all right, but, but it's like, you're, but instead I'm inviting you to be in star Wars. He said he wasn't really on board until he went on set. And then he was like, yes, I'm in now, which is just, you hear that all the time for all these panels and articles and videos and everything else with all the people that were involved is like, everyone said, as soon as you got on set, you just knew this was something special or different or interesting. And the way Bill Burr said it was going to be like change star wars that's what he said he's like even though i'm not the person to make that decision he said it would and he said Mm -hmm. as soon as he saw like stormtrooper head on spikes he was like i could get on board so like that's (laughs) the kind of thing that makes me excited because it means that more people are getting interested and john favreau is doing his job of pulling more people into fandom yeah um but yeah james i'm sorry i'm not excited about the random character that one time handed off a backpack to this other character but Ming-Na Wen's in the show. That's exciting. Like, when, Yeah, when you say that, it, I understand where you're coming from because like, there is a lot of attachment to actors in real life. Like, You're paying sure. attention to their careers and, sure. and you think it's cool because they were really good in this and this and this and then bringing that 
you know, to Star Wars, that, that uh, proper technique to Star mm-hmm. Wars is, is interesting. I think the, the the other side of that is like, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't really care who the actor is mm-hmm. so much as being able to see a character that we've spent a lot of time get their due. Um, I don't know, like being moved from the, the side stage to the main stage or something. You right. Know? Who do you think is going to be in like, the show? It to me, to me, and I'm just saying it just because I've I'm looking at the tea leaves. Yeah, Bogotan, <laughs> it's got to be her. <laughs> I I mean I know you guys know I've said this before. I, it just it it feels like every time this conversation happens, it's like this character fits the thing. Like I'll give you one hint. They have this color hair or they, you know, it's a, it's a female, you know, or it like every time there's a clue, the clue never throws off that trail. So I'm just saying, I, I, I feel like it's there. And the most, the biggest thing to me is that she said, I'm not allowed to answer any questions because Disney makes you sign this big NDA. Why is she signing an NDA? Well, what if she, she may not have. She may not have, but then she would have just said, I don't know. No, she, right? she kind of insinuated that she did. She said, I can't That's, because blank. Yes, I can't. Are, are you in the Mandalorian? I can't say anything. Disney makes you yeah. sign this giant NDA, which is basically okay. saying yes without saying yes. Yes, I'm in it. Yeah, yes. but what, if, what, like, if, what yeah. if she's in Magnificent too and she's saying that she. You mean Maleficent? Yeah. <laughs> two? <laughs> I, I refuse. I can't say the, the yeah. name. So I always say magnificent. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there there could be stipulation to that. There's other people who don't I, know how to say ma- malignancy. Maleficent. 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 Malachor. Yes. yes. Maladroit. Oh my yeah. goodness! You said it right. I've never seen time. you struggle with a word before. This is like a new thing. It's magnificent, isn't it? The Maleficent Seven. <laughs> the That's Maleficent what he said. He was like, seven. he was like, magnificent. What? I, I guarantee uh, there's people listening or watching right now who are like, I agree. <laughs> I won't see that movie because I don't know how to say it. I didn't see the first <laughs> one. Think, to be honest, I'm gonna go up to the counter to buy the ticket. And be like, come on for move, move food. I I think uh, <laughs> I think for years I always said. Maleficent, which is, I think, what you're saying, Lacey. Yeah. And then I feel like now they've changed it's it Maleficent. to Maleficent. I know. I yeah. still say Maleficent. You know what it's called? So then, it's called Nobody Cares. <laughs> I never rude. saw the first one. Jeez. Let him finish his story. Oh, no, no, that's no, it. No, I'm no, done. no. I'm not Katie talking about Sackoff. James's story. No, oh. I, I brought up the Maleficent thing. So nobody cares, John. Shut up. <laughs> okay. James is talking anyway, about Bo-Katan. Bill Burr is awesome. In. Bo-Katan's going to come back and James is going to be like, called it. He's going to extract the video from when he said it on the podcast, tweet it with the stars and all that stuff. And he's going to get all this credit. And I'm so, going to retweet it and say, hell is yeah, I'm not he's you, right. John. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Are you booking it, Just James? Um, did you even hear what I said? I said, I'm not you, John. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of book it, you can boke it because it's Bo-Katan. Oh Called yeah, it. there you go. Yeah. Boke it. <laughs> Boke. All right, cool. All right, anything else about Favreau and Mara Jade? Yeah, how about this? How about this show's coming out in less than two months? 
How about why do we keep coming back to Mara Jade? We guys, we told you in February oh, that George Lucas hated her. Not on. Why are we still talking about her? Can can I be honest? Yeah. Why are people still talking about this Snoke comic? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want old old blue eyes Kylo Ren uh, chatter going around. Yeah, and then he has brown eyes later. Right. It makes no sense. Yeah. Unless, and, the, and then yeah. in the Rise of Skywalker, he's going to have yellow eyes. No, yeah. this this comic <laughs> is one comic. It's it's like there's there's so many comics. We talk about it all the time. Pro- but, probably any other podcast you listen to is probably James, like the pod it, comics are getting it crazy. Supports so your many out theories there. depending on how you look at it. Yes. So I think that's the biggest thing. I even heard someone refer to it as the Kylo Ren comic. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's Snoke's, not even called Kylo Ren. The only thing I learned from that comic is that Snoke sucks. Like, we already mm. knew he sucked, but, like, he really sucks. I have a question, though. What is anything? Because I, I read the the review kyle's review kyle larson star wars news net always does awesome Kale. reviews so thank you kyle always check out Kale. kyle's reviews best in the business him and jordan and elena the best star wars news um any takeaway from here that's not like wow i can't believe snoke was like that like well I'm he like, does hit him across the face like backhands him at one point which was kind of crazy good and then he and then he like throws him over like this like really crazy pit and is yeah. like, control yourself or you're going to die. And then like he gets to the bottom. He's like, would you have caught me? And he's like, eh, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. he. OK, he stops himself at the bottom of this comic, right? He like force stops himself. Yes. But he says to yeah. Snoke, like, would you have caught me? And Snoke's like, eh. I know. And and I also saw that this <clears throat> is speculation that this is them writing in why Palpatine didn't die when he was thrown off the cliff. Like this is setting the precedent for he was thrown off oh, and just stopped himself. You mean like down the like, generator? I mean, I'm like, sure, maybe, but like we didn't need a comic book to explain that. And I also think mm-hmm. that's like a weak thing too. They, they're going to be like, how are you still alive? And he's going to be like, I use the force to stop myself and not hit the ground. I had like 30 seconds to think about it. The emperor it's did like a mission Spider-Man. possible. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Well, a lot of people are saying this sets up, you know, the redemption thing because it's showing um, Han and, and Leia. And I get that. But also, you know, timeline wise, like, and how much do these comic writers get to know about episode nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still doing reshoots and they're editing that thing right now. I just don't know where it, well, I guess my point is I don't want, I hope people don't take too much out of this in how they think nine's going to go down. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I think this is more of just showing like he was conflicted, which were, we already all knew that they showed that in the movies. Yeah. And how he was, how Snoke was to him. And obviously it's an abusive thing. And then usually if you have an abusive father, you're abusive to your kid. Uh, You see how Kylo is abusive to people around him. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting, but um, I I don't, I didn't like walk away from this saying like, wow, like I didn't. I'm more interested in the Knights of Ren one. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, like, we're getting that's yeah. the one I'm excited for. This one I was like, okay, so Snoke really does suck. <laughs> and that's the one we were saying they get the the first or second one before the movie comes out, and then the rest after, right? Yeah, I bet the comic just sets up where they've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. You know what comics do really good at? The you like the first portion of the comic is like, hi, I'm James, and I'm a really bad guy, and then like in the middle they're like, but sometimes I like to eat apple pie, and sometimes I think maybe I shouldn't be such a bad guy, and then the, it ends with, but I am a bad guy, <laughs> and so it doesn't really get you. It, it yeah. they often just kind of because they like, have to lock it back up by the end. They have to lock it back up by the end to be like, this isn't revealing or or, or showing you anything. We just, we like to explore some ideas when like good people and bad people, they, 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 we all have that like inner monologue about like, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, should Mm -hmm. I be doing this? Should I quit my job? Should, you know, do I do I love these the people, you know, do I need to be with my family at all times or should I try to embrace my career? Like people go through this type of stuff all the time. That's why they say books are so good too. Cause they dive into these things that the movies can't even touch on. They're just like, like thoughts, but they don't really change anything. We've talked about that sure. before. I, uh, that's why I think like the comics are, and stuff are good, but I, I find more, I, I don't enjoy, um, like these, like the retelling of last Jedi comic. Mm-hmm. This almost does nothing for me because one, I already know the majority of the story. It's cool to look at the art, but the stuff that they add is just like, yeah, I could, yeah, I could probably imagine that. I'm sure that was probably right. the case. Just you probably had that things, thought, whatever. Yeah. I, I look at yeah. those from a jaded point of view, like, oh, they're just trying to sell some books. You know? Yeah. I mean, it gives opportunity to writers and you know artists and Mm -hmm. all this stuff you know as well so they're kind of like being advantageous about that like hey yeah let's let's use this as a way for all of us to grow but yeah i I agree yeah my my one thing and and i'll i want to dive into this more on thursday because we're going to have a discussion sort of about this sort of thing but with this comic like they showed han and leia and he like couldn't draw himself to kill the vision version of them and he starts attacking the cave uh so like Snow couldn't push him to to that point. So back to what we've kind of all been saying here with, you know, is Palpatine talking to him through the mask and was he the one that finally pushed him over the edge to kill Han Solo? Because we know Palpatine's all about saying, you know, kill your dad. So uh, that, that that's kind of stuff is interesting to me. Maybe they're showing us here he wasn't able to do it because Snoke wasn't able to push him there, but someone else could. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Don't know. We will find. I mean, obviously, episode nine is going to clear a lot of that up. Hopefully, but anyway. Right. Right. It's interesting. Yeah, I, right. I don't. I don't dislike this comic or anything, but I think, I think it was a little overrated in the hysteria on social media about it. I mean, we've gone two weeks now where it's been in the news. One one issue, as you said. No. We, oh yeah, one issue. Yeah. But two weeks in a row. Well, to, next, as a main resistance report. Next topic. week, we're going to talk about the cover exclusively. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Ray Park, though. John, you tease us up top. Ray Park uh, got on his Instagram and said, I shaved my head and I'll, I want to go back to Dathomir or take me back to Dathomir. And uh, got a couple of people, notable people who have been in Star Wars movies to like it. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. You, do you want to do you want to explain this further, or do you want Lacey? I mean, do you, Lacey, do you think do you think this is anything? I, I'm I'm kind of meh. 
know. It's definitely suspicious because he puts take me back to Dothamir in the description. So it's one thing mm. if he was just like, hey, guys, I shaved my head. And people were like, cool, man. But he hashtags like Sith, Ray Park, <laughs> Maul, <laughs> Vibes, uh, take me back to Dothamir, Sith Ninja, like stuff like that. So like he throws all those like Star Warsy terms in there that mm-hmm. then lead people to assume things or even question it. Whereas if he just said like, hey, man, just looking for a change, you'd be like, oh, okay. Right, John? Like, that's what you were thinking, I think. Yeah. Um, I think he obviously loves being Maul and he loves the attention that comes with it. Because um, mm-hmm. that's, you know, when things are died down for him with Star Wars, he, there aren't people who like him. He, he doesn't get the spotlight and he probably enjoys being in the mm-hmm. spotlight. He, you see him on those celebration stages in Orlando. He loved doing the lightsaber tricks and all that stuff. He, loved, he loves being Darth Maul. It's not one of those actors who are like... Uh, well, I do other things, you know, like you feel like Adam Driver in two years is going to be like, I'm not Kylo Ren, damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I won an Oscar. <laughs> like mm-hmm. two years from now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, right, you, you, say. you see Jonas liked this post and so did uh, Daniel Logan. Um, and he says, take me back to Dothamir. That screams solo to me. Um, and then the other post, though, someone says like, you know, um, why is your head bald? And he's like, well, I just felt like doing it. Okay. I'm allowed to do it. It's a cleanse for me. And someone was like, no, it's more like a mall thing to me. (laughs) And he's like, Hmm, like teasing. So I don't know. And then you had James here saying like, maybe he's going to be in Kenobi and that starts filming, you know, early next summer or something like that. So maybe he's training for that. But why would he shave his head now though? Yeah, that that's my thing to me. I don't I, I know. Think he, I think he's a human being. I think he he says, "I shaved my head," and he doesn't get you know how many look eleven thousand likes. I he says, "I shaved my head." Hashtag Star Wars, and everybody gives him eleven thousand <laughs> likes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is necessarily anything. I just find it interesting that he in a in in the world we live in where Star Wars actors are very secretive and they have to be about stuff. He's like, mm-hmm. I want to be Maul. Forever, and I'm doing mall stuff in my garage, and I'm hashtagging mall and Dothamir and all this stuff. This I love this stuff, and Lacey, you say this a lot in the podcast. We both, we both, I think agree. Maybe James too. We love when we see Star Wars actors that love being in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's it makes you feel good, like Jonas. Yeah, it's not just them picking up their paycheck. You know what I mean? I, and yeah, and Jonas absolutely loves it, of course. Um, so I, I wanted to throw this in here for that reason. And also because, you know, news hasn't been, uh, really too hot right now. We're still waiting on, uh, the next wave to come in October with the trailers and all that sort of thing. But I do think we are going to see this guy play mall again. Now, the question is, will it be in a Kenobi? Are they doing something with the solo follow-up with Kira? Uh, I think there's a story there to tell. Um, mm-hmm. or is he showing up somewhere else? Like some people are like, He's going to show up in the world between worlds in episode nine. Like there's people have this guy going everywhere, but I think we will see him eventually again. Uh, Again, you know, human actors in Star Wars have a finite time and the stuff that he has to do to play his character is a very finite time because he's in his 40s now uh, and he has to be flipping around and being Darth Maul. The window is tight and I think he knows that. I think they know that. And they didn't bring him back in Solo uh, 
for that small cameo if they didn't like what the guy does with the role. So I think we're seeing him again. I think this is just kind of one of those things that reminds us that he's still all in. And uh, I, that's why I wanted to kind of talk about it. I think fans love him and I uh, hope we see more of him. Speaking of Maul, you have to think it's Solo because he sat next to Kenobi, you know, Ewan McGregor at the premiere, that he thought that Kenobi was happening and then it wasn't happening. I wonder what text he sent to Ewan when mm. that announcement came out where he was like, finally, man. I can only imagine the type of text that Ewan got on his phone when and that That's happened. a good point, that they did sit them next to each other and also that the Kenobi, from our report, the Kenobi movie script was reworked into the series. They didn't start from scratch. Right. So was and he I in, think was it wasn't he one of the stories script. that he was just like kind of like jabbing him to when it was his time to come up on screen. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. probably like, Ewan, don't go to the bathroom now. Yeah. <laughs> my, my scene's coming up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely is more interesting when you paint it in the perspective of like, does, does he know, you know, does he, know does something he, we don't has know. he already been contacted about this show or this show or something? Cause like, say, say you do have to do a big change like that. Right. You know, um, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of, uh, someone, I mean, I guess this is a good example, but I was trying to think of like a female that maybe would have to do this for a role. But like, why else would like this specific actress shave her head only to reprise her role as the famous character where she shaved her head, you know? Like Millie so, Bobby Brown? Yeah, I guess so. Like Ellen Ripley, Sigourney Weaver and Alien? Yeah, something like that. So like, why would Sigourney Weaver shave her head? And then, you know, for, for her... Sigourney to, Weaver's playing Maul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know for her to try to play it off or might be more suspicious than her trying to say, I would love to return to an alien franchise wink, you know, or something. Right. And then people are like, she wants to play it. That'd be cool. I hope they ask her. And of course they asked her. She shaved her head because she's already locked in. Yeah. Right, in the same vein, like if she shaved her head and then put like hashtag alien, hashtag vibes, take me back to (laughs) blank ship, you'd be like, okay, well, first of all, why do you want to go back there? Second of all, obviously this means blank. Right. It's just hard because we're Star Wars fans, so we're so jaded. We're like, there's no way it's real. There's no way he means what he says. Because we're so used to people (laughs) like, I'll never forget this. There was that like leaked, leaked photo of a set or something or uh, like or maybe it was like an actor or something that took a picture of the set and it ended up being like for a totally you mean pirates completely unrelated movie yeah (laughs) yeah something like that and there was this there was someone on reddit that was like i couldn't help but notice and it was like csi like crop 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 like these little tiny shadows and he flipped it and it like literally looks like nothing and then like next to it was like the jedi you know logo like and i was like no like no not at all and then like the very next day was revealed like to not even be that set at all it was like it wasn't even a star wars movie (laughs) it was was like it was so ridiculous to me that i was like people gotta chill out sometimes ray Mm. park cut his hair. He's a martial artist. It's not that crazy. Right. Makes All sense. right. So I'm, I'm going to, I got to call an audible here. Um, 
So Yak Face, you know, like the figure guy on like Twitter. He's all he's always getting the figure leaks and stuff. Yeah, I follow sure. him for so. Stuff. So the vintage series, uh, a Knight of Ren figure leaked, um, and it's just called Knight of Ren, and it's one of the Knights of Ren. So. I yeah. wonder if this means they're not going to have their own like names or they're just going to be yeah. Knights of Ren, like blanket. Like here it is for people on YouTube. Um, I feel like we could have actually talked about this last week because I think the Knight of Ren toy, I think that image. So the weird thing is. I feel like there is, was a new image to recently. I think there that's was another the one, one with his back to the camera with JJ. So that's Matt Smith. I don't know. That's I'm pretty sure that's the one that has his back to the camera because he has there that was big like, thing, right? Doesn't he have the big? The the it's the same weapon that it was in um, Solo Dryden Voss's. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think when this was though, because it was like there was a uh, a Luke figure, like Hoth Luke or something yeah. that they were doing, and then it leaked. But then on the back, it had a couple of. Um, other things, and one of them was the the Knight of Ren. It said, "Yeah," and I don't remember if it yeah. was this one or another one. But and also, yeah. they have um, Sith Jet Troopers. Yes, I'm right. Ha ha! The guy with his back to the camera with JJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy that's, is the guy, the action figure. That's Knight of Ren. Yeah. So he, who is uh, that? He was the then? bad guy in Why Guardians is his of the back Galaxy? to the camera and everybody else isn't? R- Ronan. Ronan. I, I think that's name. just incidental. The executioner. But every single other one is not to the his back to the camera though. Because he's he's thinks he's too cool because he's the one who got to be the action figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, maybe Sith, Sith Jet Trooper is different from the other things that we saw because these guys yes. are red and they're going to be with backpacks too. Different mm-hmm. from the Jump Troopers. There's going to be a lot of people flying around with backpacks in this movie. Yeah. Um, it's going to be wild. And then you got Zori Bliss. You have Poe Dameron. You have Ray. Which Zori, by the way, everyone's been spelling it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's two we eyes. We talked about that. Or we everyone's didn't talk about that like, on the show, but we talked about that off air. I think because StarWars.com did Z-O-R-R-I once, and so that's what people did. And, and by the it's way, actually no, I mean, it's Craig. everywhere. I've seen she lots of is places. Straight up double barrel western style gunslinger. She's got the two hand yeah. blasters. So I, hope she, she I didn't see it was a toy that leaked. That's cool. Did she do a lot of gun work in the Americans? I'm like two episodes in. Carrie Russell? Um, I don't know if I she did know, any gun stuff in that, but she did. I think in Mission Impossible, she had a gun. Because she's going to be doing the a lot of this. The new Kylo leak, too, with his mask. Oh, his little. It's um, definitely Kylo Ren. It says Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. So all I mean, those are people, people seriously, seriously I'm just, saying. I'm just saying, John, that people were saying it. it but does that drive you nuts? Not really. It was like Force Awakens when people were like, "That's that's not Adam Driver in that mask." And here we are, four years later, and people are still like, "That's not Kylo Ren." I mean, come on, guys. Wait, <laughs> yeah, what? What was the leak on that? What was the... So the deal was that there was like a poster and it shows Kylo Ren holding his lightsaber in his left hand and that led people... Oh, that's what it was. That led yeah, people yeah, to yeah. think that it couldn't have been Adam Driver and that they looked up they looked up Matt Smith and found out he's a lefty. So now they think that's Matt Smith and Kylo Ren's costume. 
I responded yeah. to that. Whoever said that at some point, I responded and said, guys, it could be the dumbest thing. Like the graphic designer was like, I need him on the right side. So I'm going to horizontally flip him, free transform, yeah. flip horizontal. Look, I don't care. I can't even mention, tell you like, how many times I've seen ads where either a logo is like backwards or text is backwards because they don't realize they flipped it. And I don't care about like theorize until you're blue in the face. I just don't want people to like condition all of this and then go into the movie and then be like, oh, that was Kylo Ren the whole time. Okay. And then like be mad that it wasn't like something different. Like it's like the history repeating itself all over again. And then everyone else has to deal with the, the backlash from it. That's all I'm saying. It's just crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, so Phil, when you have a theory, you're, you're, you're backing up your theory by some fact that you've made up in your exactly, head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, conditioning. Yeah. So like self-conditioning. Yeah. Lacey, what were you saying? What? I was saying Phil from who does like the art of blank books. Showstack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said those nicknames, because people were saying the nickname of this one was the monk, mm-hmm. this Knight of Ren. He said the nicknames were made up by fans and not in any official source, including the art of The Force Awakens, where images of the Knights of Ren are most commonly pulled from. Are there? Yeah, I feel like that was like a leak that someone was like, this character is referred to as the blank. And it's like that. <laughs> this is Dennis, <laughs> the Knight yeah. of Ren. I do love these droids that are up for sale, which have R2. <laughs> I know. R2's in it. The bomber, Larry. Uh, Larry, the Knight of Ren. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, I do like seeing R2 there. I'm curious what maybe R2 is going to be like the big brother to those two when C3PO goes all mm-hmm. manic on everybody. Yeah, he's going to be like, all right, guys, just calm down. I got this. Um, God, I can't right, wait so to spend all my money. Did we just derail the show? Are we just like toy toy cast now? No, because I was no. going to do all these in the rundown, but I'm not doing the rundown now because I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, my last thing on that with the punch it, <laughs> you are the worst. Um, <laughs> so the night, yeah, the Knights of Ren, like, is there a historic precedence in storytelling with like, you know, knights in medieval or whatever, where they don't have names, where they are just like, you're the knights for this person. You know what I mean? Like, I know there were like Sir Lancelot is a knight, but that's his name. But also I wonder if there's been like. These are just my knights. And there they are. I have no idea. Um, I'm just really to, to excited be honest that with, we're I actually mean, talking about them. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like, there has to be. There literally just has to be. That's not like some crazy concept of like, when I vowed to become blank, I put my old self on the cross kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like I am now dead to that person. I became this new thing and I am in servant, uh, a service of, you know, this idea or this cause or this uh, religion or whatever like that, 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 that wouldn't surprise me at all. How do you think they um, get around these guys? Do you think they take one giant flight of Ren and flight of Ren? Cause it rhymes. I don't Flight of Wren rhymes with Night of Wren. Oh no, okay, John, you're gotcha. so dumb. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess we'll say good night to this segment then. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I don't see them flying little ships. Yeah, like their own personal star. Sh- they're like in the thing, you know. Right. They're flying around. Right. I feel like they would like travel in like a. 
I, I still can't believe they're in the movie. I'm super Bigger pumped shit. about it. Yeah, I am too. Remember um, when, like, right, a no- year ago, we were like, "There's no way they're going to be in it. There's no way." And I was like, "I wish they would be." And then here they are. The delight of Ren. Okay. We are going to send it over to Lacey now to get into your questions in what we like to call the Night of Resistance. Oh, I'm sorry. Ask the Resistance. Lacey. Jeez. What up? Do you have any more you want to just get out of your system real quick before we get started? Fright of Ren when they're scared. Anything else? (laughs) A couple more? Um, When it's really sunny out. Bright of Ren. If it was really bright, they might lose their sight of Ren. <laughs> Are we going to finish this episode tonight of Ren? All right. It's My time. favorite is Walter Cronkite of Ren. Cronkite? You didn't even say it right of I Ren. Hate both of you. Cronkite. Uh, it's time for Ask the Resistance. You guys have Star Wars questions. Hopefully, we have some Star Wars answers. I've been wondering what are midi chlorians? And I guarantee none of them are about Knights of Ren. So don't worry. We're done with that. Um, the first question is from Bruno Du Amaral at Bruno Du Amaral. And he asks, do you guys think the Obi-Wan and Cassian slash K2SO series will be enough to replace, parenthesis for you, a movie release in late 2020 or even throughout 2021? So ladies first. Um, yeah, I totally think that's enough for me. I. I, the Cassian series I'm excited for, but I'm definitely more excited for Kenobi. Um, I was pumped when they announced it. We've been talking about it here forever. We're, I'm sure we're all super excited about it. Um, and I think that's enough for me for until the next movie comes out. I don't really care how I'm getting the content, whether it be TV or movie. I just want it. So... The way I see it with TV shows is instead of a two-hour movie, I get six to eight hours of movie. So I'm totally for it. I'm, I'm all for it. I would totally be. I am happy about it. And I can't wait to see where they where they go with live-action TV shows and movies. So thank you for your question. Next is uh, Tim- Timothy at Toasted Zen. And he asks, Obi-Wan tells Luke that Vader killed Anakin and also that the truth we cling to depends greatly on our own point of view. Do you think the relationship that Obi-Wan had with Anakin and Anakin's fall is what led Obi-Wan to believe he was gone and unredeemable? Uh, James, what do you think? Um, yes. I So... So the question is, do, do I think that because Obi-Wan had the specific relationship with Anakin that it would cause him to believe that he was uh, unredeemable? Mm-hmm. But I, I also think, I, I think that Yoda as well also thought that Vader was unredeemable. I don't know that we ever really have that conversation. Right. But I, I have on a number of different cases just came to the conclusion that they all were kind of in this sense that he's, he's gone, he's dead, he's changed. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and he's not the same person anymore. And that Luke was the only one that thought maybe he might be able to be saved. 
Um, and that, yeah. And I think, I think you're, you're really driving it home here by, by saying it's probably because they knew him personally. Whereas like Luke was kind of like longing to have that connection wanted to have his father. And so there was hope. Um, but what was interesting, I I think that Luke was kind of like naive. Like, so what's interesting about this too, is I think that Yoda said, but both Obi-Wan and Yoda said, you weren't ready to hear the truth about your father. And I think had he stayed, had he finished his training, had he become a Jedi, and then they told him he's also your father, I think he probably would have been like, yeah, he's in rede- he can't be redeemed. Right. Which is weird, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's just a totally yeah, different Yoda, story. Yoda did say, not ready for the burden were you. That's, that's where I'm, part of that is where, where I'm pulling that from is I think that, you know, a lot of people like to say that Obi-Wan was lying or something, you know what I mean? Or mis, misleading him and stuff. And I was like, I think both Yoda and Obi-Wan knew that he was his father, but wanted to tell him at the right time. And it just, you know, he's like, is Vader my father? And he's like, uh, he, he, he told you, didn't he? Dang it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Like we weren't going to tell you he, you went, you saw him, you confronted him and he told you exactly what we didn't think you're ready to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think their thing was they, they probably wanted to train Luke to a point where they're like, yeah, that guy sucks. And then now that I'm really powerful, I'm going to go kill him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which is, which is, weird and puts Yoda and Obi-Wan in a completely different perspective, especially when you think about all the arguments that they had about like who to train Leia or Luke, which is debatable on, you know, if you want to listen to this book or whatever, but yeah, that's a, that's my thoughts. Good, good thoughts, Timothy. I think there's a lot of thought driven, um, conversation to be had there. Yeah. Nice. Next is Brian Bugler at hounds underscore tooth nine, nine. And he asks, do you think we'll ever see Gareth Edwards and or Michael Giacchino again taking a shot at something in the Star Wars universe? Hashtag Rogue One is great. John, what I do you think? I know I liked you, Brian. <laughs> um, G- uh, definitely. Um, that, uh, I have to admit that's, that score grew on me more and more um, than the movie did. Um, mm-hmm. I find myself sometimes humming some themes from Rogue One and I don't even realize it. I'm like, wait, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's Rogue One. Okay. Um, so I think we haven't seen the last of him, especially he got kind of a raw deal. It was kind of just like, hey, man, you got two months. We got to knock this thing out. If he had um, the full gamut of time where he's allowed to like really work with a director and, and writers and, and create a score for Star Wars, I, I would have full faith that he could knock something out, especially now that we know they have to move on because John Williams is hanging it up. So um, he's I, amazing. I think Michael we'll, G, you know, I think we'll see him again without a doubt. Now, Gareth Edwards, I do not. Um, I think Gareth Edwards played ball. Um, they, it didn't get a lot of press because he played ball and he was in a similar situation as Lord Miller, except he wasn't like, no, screw you. I'm doing the movie the way I want to do it. Right. And he's, he's like, oh, you want to gut the movie and have Tony Gilroy come in and change everything? Do I still get director credit? 
yep, okay. And then the next thing you do mm-hmm. is you see pictures of Gareth Edwards floating in a, a pool with a, a drink with an umbrella in it. Like, he was all good. And he's like, oh, can I get a cameo in TLJ? Yeah, you were our man. You played ball. You're in. But because they had to do so many changes to Rogue One, I don't know that they're going to be like, all right, we're going to give you another Star Wars movie. So I think he may be all set. Um, and he has a legacy now. Like most fans don't know what happened and they think Gareth Edwards directed a great Star Wars movie. So, and he, you know right. what? He, he did direct the movie, but I'm saying, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. so I'm saying G Chino. Yes. Gareth Edwards. No. So, um, I hope that was a good enough answer for you there, Brian. And, uh, appreciate you listening, watching and, uh, thanks. Nice. And the last question is Elijah Sawyer at Elijah Sawyer seven. So close. Um, he asks, if you had to have one Star Wars character as a roommate, who would it who would be the best and who would be the worst roommate? <laughs> John, I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, you always make me go first on these. Start with the worst. The worst roommate would have to be. I mean, you could say so many. I'm going to say Darth Vader because if he got annoyed with you for eating his food in the fridge, like if you left it over, he'd probably choke you. You think so? Yeah, he'd get super mad. Or like if you like didn't hang up your towel oh. after a shower. Sheev, you kill me in my sleep. Oh, yeah, he's crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> he'd kill me in my sleep. Yeah, it's got to be Sheev for the worst. Yeah. Sheev and Vader. Definitely. But then you also have people like Ray. You'd be like, oh, Ray would be a great roommate. But would she? She's kind of a hoarder and she's been living in a desert her whole life. Doesn't really shower. Yeah, I I respect what you're trying to do there. Like, because I was thinking you could go on the bad side all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. we talked about the road trip with Snoke. Yeah. (laughs) Which uh, Patreon exclusive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a whole conversation about who would be on a road trip and who would you want to travel with. And we're talking about taking Snoke in your Prius and stuff. One person voted for Snoke. (laughs) We won't reveal who that was. (laughs) Yeah. I like that there's a moth in your room. In my room? Never mind. Yeah. Um, Or a ghost, (laughs) one of those like orb things. A ghost. It's a ghost. Yeah. It's Sheev. It's the essence of Sheev. He's coming back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but Lacey was trying to say like what, what about the good guys and that that would be my answer man I would hate to live with Han Solo you know why oh, he'd bring back mad girls all the time <laughs> yeah, depending maybe, which like, one depending which one if it was younger Han my biggest thing is look at Lando's Falcon which would oh. be my apartment <laughs> and then look what Han did to it <laughs> and, oh wait so you're saying you would room with Lando yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. There you go. I'll I'll do the easy way. I would love to room with Lando because he would throw swanky. good parties, yeah. and yeah. Han would throw bad parties. That's like Goofus and Gallant or something. Like Han would like <laughs> like bad people would show up. Yeah. At your, at your apartment. Like, Dude, can you get all these people out of our apartment? And he's like, it's fine. He's like <laughs> no, no, drunk no. and like I'm also knocking <laughs> stuff over, and you're like. Oh I'm saying like God. his dealings would catch up with you where like people would show up at your yeah. apartment with like a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I want to go Leia. to bed and there's Jabba the Hutt is sleeping in my bed right yeah. now. Like, right. Leia? I pick <laughs> Leia or Padme because they have the best clothes. So Man, you could I... borrow their clothes. Their parties would be boring though. They'd be like these social events. 
I don't have to party with them. I have to live with them. No, I'm saying, but you live with them, and then it's like, well, what are we going to do? Let's oh, invite you know, some people over. You know who would over. also be a horrible roommate? C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So, yeah. like, I mean, I know I could, like, shut him off at any point, but, like, he He'd would just He'd critique everything you did. Yeah, he would be like, like, why were you out so late? He'd be like, shut up, 3PO. No, just, why did you put the dishes in the drying rack that way? <laughs> you left the... You got to do that. <laughs> You know what I noticed? And I mean, everybody noticed this, but I think in Empire Strikes Back, he goes, if you won't be needing me, I'll be turning myself off for a while. And I'm like, he never does that ever, no. ever again. Yeah. Um, like what? You know, I maybe I'd pick for a roommate R2 because I think he'd be like fun to hang with. <laughs> you could like, I just, I don't get the R2 stuff thing. <laughs> Like, you guys would be sitting in a room and you'd be like, hey, R2, do you want to... Like, me too. No, I'd be able to understand him, you know? Like, eventually Luke understood, or he had, like, the translator on the X-Wing thing. Yeah, I think... I think like, Ray speaks get along droid. with R2. Like Why can a, I speak droid? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Why can Ray well, speak droid, by the way? Interesting. Because she uh, studied tutorials and stuff in her... She would find, like, how-tos... In the ships, mm-hmm. and she'd use a computer to read them. She's so damn yeah. smart. She does like flight sims and stuff. Yeah, with some of the things. Well, guys, thank you so much for your questions. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at r b a t s w n n and tweet us your questions. Uh, write to us or with hashtag Ask the Resistance, and you could be on the show, and we could give you great answers. Back <laughs> to you, John. Yeah, that was fun. Um, mm. yeah guys thanks so much for listening and watching make sure as I said earlier you are subscribed to us uh, you can go to resistancebroadcast.com which takes you to our page on starwarsnewsnet.com uh, so you can find out all the information you need from us resistancebroadcast.com make sure you're subscribed pick up a t-shirt check out our patreon page at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast we have five tiers starting at two dollars a month for access to the page and then if you bump up to the second tier which is five dollars a month you can start uh, submitting topics for the show in Will of the Force, uh, vote on our polls, get involved in those discussions, and it's a good time. And uh, like we always say, we try to get a lot of content on there pretty much every day to make the page worthwhile. In addition to just thanking all of you for all of your support, uh, we, it really means a lot to us, and especially our generals on the Patreon page. I want to thank all of you. That is uh, Mellow, a.k.a. Grey Jedi, Brian Shalito. Uh, Andrew Staley, who we're going to hear from on Thursday on the pod race, Neil Lowry, Mr. Positivity himself, Jeremy Myers taking all those sweet sunset pictures, Neil Shaw, Dr. Neil, David Probus, a.k.a. General Beard, and <laughs> Val Trichkoff. Thank you all so very much for all of your support. And as I mentioned, guys, StarWarsNewsNet.com, that is the website. Go there every day for all of your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more to stay up to date on all things Star Wars. You guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at StarWarsNewsNet. And um, and uh, on uh, well, right here. Uh, James, how about you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on the Star Wars podcast, The Resistance Broadcast, Ooh. on Mondays and Thursdays. And also on Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks. Yes, Lacey. People can find me talking about Kylo Ren, the Knights of Ren, and Bill Burr ah! on, on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. And if you guys have any other rhymes for the Knights of Ren, like if you want to go out to dinner with Please. them and you say, let's go get a bite of Ren, pop it in the comments. Let's see who has the best Knight of Ren rhymes. And uh, 
We'll, we'll have a fun little discussion in the comment section. But until then, guys, we're going to talk on Thursday about the role of the fathers in the path to the dark side. So, yeah, we do have a lot of fun on this show, but we're going to get a little deep with the discussion on Thursday. So enjoy your weeks and get ready for that. And we'll see you right here Thursday morning on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>